everyone. This is Jem. My name is Juanita E. Nance. I go by Jem for short. That's J-E-M. And this podcast is called Life of Jem, My Life in the Inland Empire. And it's based on my decade-long blog about me, a girl who grew up in the Inland Empire, who left the Inland Empire, but who eventually ended up right back where she began. Now, I grew up here in Ontario, California, right where this studio sits in the 1970s and 1980s. And I am an after high school special about what not to do in high school. I went from a goody two shoes, smarty pants, to a punk rock high school dropout, to a USC educated corporate lawyer, to a punk rock public defender who I worked who works in Riverside, California. Now, I'm a memoir in the making, and I actually have written a memoir, and that should be coming out next year. It's called My Inland Empire. Tonight, I'm going to read you one of the stories from my memoir, and it's about my passion other than creative writing and the law, and that passion is music, specifically punk and post-punk music. And I hope a lot of you out there watching love the same music as I do. And I feel nowhere more comfortable than when I'm at a concert. But this season, all of my concerts got canceled. From Nick Cave, to New Order, to Pet Shop Boys, to Morrissey, to X, to Sledford Mods. And if you don't know who the Sledford Mods are, look them up. You will love them. They are like a modern-day Sex Pistols. So after my story, I have two. I may read one. I may read two. But after my story, I'd like people to call in. And that number to call in so you can write it down is 909-534-5684. That's 909-534-5684. And I'll repeat that later. And when you call in, I want to talk about music and how to music people, music touches a place so deep in us that it triggers memories. When I write a story, the first thing I do is play a song. I have the memory of when I met my best friend Tracy in sociology class at Chafee High School. And the reason we became friends is because we both had the Smiths written in purple cursive on our peachy folders. And I remember the first time we hung out, of course, we played the first Smiths album. Or how about the time I met my other best friend, Melinda? And we used to play the Cars Candio in her parents' apartment and jump up and down and then go play Pac-Man. Yeah, Melinda had a Pac-Man machine in her apartment. It was pretty amazing. Now, when you call in, I want people to wax nostalgic about their favorite bands, their favorite shows, and there's no shame here. I love all genres of music, and I even had a secret crush on Sean Cassidy when I was little. Taxi dance. So, and even more important, at the end of the show today, we are going to give away a piece of epic vinyl... This is vintage. Can you see it? Vintage. 
This is not Beauty and the Beat, which is the Go-Go's best album. This is their second album, Vacation. And I curated this especially for whoever wins tonight. And you're going to have to answer a trivia question about the one and only Belinda Carlisle. And the reason we're giving away a Go-Go's album is because my story is called Being Belinda and Other Fantasies of Childhood. But first, a word from our sponsor, Hi, I'm Delilah, and I own Hotbox Vintage in South Pasadena, California. At Hotbox, our goal is curating vintage pieces that you can't live without. Our collection includes everything from the 1940s to even the early 2000s. What excites us is eclectic and unconventional style since there's no one-size-fits-all approach to fashion. Hotbox is priced for accessibility so that literally anyone can discover some vintage gems of their own. Plus, it's sustainable. Find us on Instagram and use code RAGHOUSE at checkout for 20% off your first order at hotboxvintage.com. On being Belinda and other fantasies of childhood. When I was in the last stages of elementary school, circa 1981, my favorite band was the Go-Go's. My dad had a huge laser disc player. It probably weighed five or 10 pounds. And what you would put in this laser disc player are laser discs that were about one and a half size, the times of size, one and a half, one and a half times the size of a vinyl record. And my dad would go to Pomona, California to rent these discs. And one time he came home with the live concerts of the Go-Go's, and me and my sisters went crazy. We jumped up and down with joy, and we would play that laser disc over and over, and these were rented, so he had to re-rent it a couple of times. And I'm not a music critic, even though I would love to be, but it has to be said that their first album, and really their second too, Beauty and the Bee and Vacation, are albums that even hold up better today. And remember, this was literally the first girl group, maybe other than the Runaways, that played all their own instruments. The Go-Go's were epic, and it was all about the girl power. Their first album, Beauty and the Beat, is pop punk, and that's because they all started out as punkers in the L.A. punk scene. That first album, Beauty and the Beat, has a host of great songs. There's We Got the Beat, which is every kid's anthem. There's This Town, about life in the big city. There's Fading Fast, the consummate breakup song. And of course, Our Lips Are Sealed, which was my theme song. Because when my parents would fight, me and my sisters would look at one another and sing it. Can you hear them? They talk about us. Telling lies, well, that's no surprise. Sorry about the singing. Now, even just singing those words, as if it was a minute ago rather than 35 or 40 years ago, I flash back to back then to my house in Ontario, California, on right below 4th Street on Glen. Me and my sisters would put on the go-go's and I would grab a hairbrush and lip sync into it. I would wear a long skirt with a silver buckle belt, just like Belinda Carlisle had. I would wear my hair all curly. I'd wear a sweatshirt over one shoulder. But I wasn't the only one there. 
my twin sister Jackie was there on a tennis racket playing guitar, mimicking the moves of Jane Wilden and Charlotte Cathy. And my little sister Annette was on the table playing the drums with her knife and fork, offbeat, unlike Gina Shock. Where's the bassist, Kathy Valentine, you say? No one wanted to be Kathy. Sorry, Kathy. Now, I had a tambourine, and I would use that tambourine every day. I would bring it up and down while I sang the words to my favorite go-go song, Automatic. Inside fire burning bright, time stops, automatic. That's a great song. But it wasn't just music to me. Being Belinda was my way of imagining that another life existed. At age six, I used to dream myself into my mom's Harlequin romance novels, imagining, imagining myself an heiress or a ward. It scarred me emotionally for life and caused my elementary school teacher to wonder aloud why I knew the word ravished. Later, I would imagine myself into Judy Bloom characters or people on TV. Then, of course, Belinda and Joan Jett and Pat Benatar. But Belinda was special because everyone wanted to be Belinda. She was the epitome of coolness. And as a young child, I wasn't aware of her weight issues or her drug use or her rabble rousing. Or maybe I was subconsciously. Aren't all cool kids just a little bit dark where they should be? When I hear a go-go song, it transports me quicker than any time machine could. I morph from a 40-something lawyer to a tween, lip syncing into that hairbrush. And it brings back those great memories of me and my sisters rocking out in our living room. And it brings back the melancholy memories of me sitting at the park with a book and a flashlight, wondering when my mom was going to be in a better mood and stop screaming and when my dad was going to come home. And, you know, maybe that's why I love the Go-Go's music so much. Because even though the beat is up-tempo, the lyrics are bittersweet, just like life. That's it. That's my Go-Go song. Hope you all liked it. Now, if people want to call in, my number is 909-534-5684. That's 909-534-5684. Give me a call. And I have some questions if you all want to talk about them. For one, what kind of music triggers your memories? For me, it's not just punk and post-punk. Country music was the soundtrack of my childhood. So when I hear a Johnny Cash song or I hear a Loretta Lynn song, it's like I'm a little girl again in my dad's 16-wheeler listening to those music, listening to that music on the jukebox in his bar. My dad had a bar. So I think that music has that special place in our hearts to where it makes us feel something that you don't feel any other way. I see any comments. So the other kinds of questions I want to talk about are, what is your guilty pleasure? Are there any guilty pleasures that you have as listeners? For me, I've already told you it was Sean Cassidy. 
What was your favorite high school band? Wham UK? Duran Duran? I just saw Duran Duran in Palm Springs last year. And let me tell you, Duran Duran is better than ever. They all look great. They sound great. Have you ever met your idols? That's an interesting question. I'll answer it myself. I've met John Doe, who's the lead singer of X, who I adore, and Xene. I met Xene in the restroom, and I didn't even realize it was her at first. I met John Doe twice, once at a bar, and I was too scared to talk to him. And the other time I met him, um, I was a little inebriated, so that didn't go well either. <laughs> Are you laughing, April? That's my producer. She's like, oh, we have a call. Let me take it. Hi, this is Life of Gem. Who's this? Hold on. We're having some technical difficulties. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Hello, are you there? It's on the speaker. Yeah. There you go. This Juanita, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Hello. Ah. Success. Just so everyone knows and you don't judge me too harshly, this is the first time I'm doing my show um, on my own. Last show, my pilot episode, April Duran, my producer, was kind enough to sit in with me. And maybe she'll sit in with me again one day, but um, I'm trying to kind of figure this out as we go. So no judgment. So Jackie, did any of my uh, questions hit home for you? Well, I think like the guilty pleasures, you know, the music that we don't admit to listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me one of your guilty pleasures, Jackie. Come on, be honest. Adam, I like Adam Lambert right now. Ghost Town, great tune uh, from American Idol, which is like kind of like the antithesis of uh, punk, right? Right, but he had a commercialization of music. He had a queen yeah, for a while, I, yeah. Yeah, and actually there's a great Netflix uh, movie about that, and that's kind of how I I didn't even know he was doing Queen. I vaguely heard about it. So now I'm listening to Adam Lambert do Queen and uh, Ghost Town. So <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, I like Kelly Clarkson. I like some American <laughs> Idol people. I admit it, you know. What's your favorite concert? It's like a favorite concert was this it's weird it's probably smithereens the smithereens is one of my all-time favorite bands fully underrated by um you know like america i think but <laughs> i love them um and you know so why you love remember... them jackie it's because dad loved buddy holly and they were obsessed with buddy holly and the lead singer died recently very sad what yeah see i didn't even know that very um recently, oh cranberries year. the cranberries she passed away too she had like this epic voice that just shook the house. I think the Cranberries and uh, the Smithereens, because they came, I was at the Hollywood Palladium and they actually came down, I think. I was drunk. I don't remember. I, I drink. was um, there with you. And yes, they what, came down they into did? the crowd. Yes. See, I was right. I have vague like memories of this because I really don't remember any concert until I got sober 10 years ago. Um, so, 
And you oh, know why this like is important, me- Jackie? Because Adrian, my husband, who you know well, loves the smithereens. And when I told him the story about them coming down into the crowd at the Hollywood Palladium, he did not believe me. So now I have a witness. It happened because it's one of the very few memories that I remember. And I didn't remember seeing Nirvana. Melinda, our best friend, uh, told me we saw Nirvana. And I had no recollection of seeing Nirvana. So, you know, hey. I, can I can't I, even say I saw them because I don't remember. I have to, I have to, I have to jump in. Hi, how are you? This is April. Hey. Hi. Hi, April. Hi, so nice to talk to you. And I just, I have to say, I, I think I might be able to beat you guys. I, in 1991 or two, I saw Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Red Hot Chili Peppers all together. Oh. Can you believe that? And we. Like a, I, and yeah oh my god and we were when we were driving there everybody was asking we were asking each other who's pearl jam nobody knew who pearl jam was yet isn't that hilarious oh, and you know beautiful. that's funny recently um at um the foo fighters concert um i got a little inebriated and we went home about 20 minutes early and they played the nirvana catalog with joan jet on the stage that's awesome. I but I didn't see it. Nirvana I was home. Can hold up. Nirvana holds up. I still listen to a lot of Nirvana. I will say that Selena Arniss, right? All these shades of Kevin Bacon, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um, Selena went to New York with me and she made me go see this unknown singer at this teenager bopper thing. Guess who it was? Halsey, who's a kick-ass singer. Um, and now I love Halsey. So uh, she used to only be like this YouTube sensation that 14-year-old girls love. Uh, so, I you love know, Halsey's first album. She wrote that all herself. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, such great a good album. album. And, you know, I was going to say that, um, you know, let's talk about idols you've met. But maybe you should talk about the idol you didn't meet, Jackie. Oh, I don't want to talk about this. I'm still angry. I'm glad mom hit you. Sorry, that's horrible. No, I don't I don't mean that. Uh, so, um, April, um, Melinda and I drove to Hollywood in her 64 Corvair because we knew that Oingo Boingo was going to be live at Tower bullshit. Records. Yeah. Bullshit. And we did not bring Jackie. Oh, Jackie. I yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I graduated high school. No, I did not meet Oingo Boingo. My first concert ever. Oingo Boingo and X. My first concert ever. I know. But I graduated high school. I got to regret that. But that goes back to our last story, actually, too. Um, And the other thing I wanted to ask you. What, idols, what what were your junior high bands? Do you remember you had your hair blonde like Flock of Seagulls at one point? Yeah, but I wasn't into Flock of Seagulls. I love Duran Duran. Duran Duran, Planet Earth. That's a great freaking song. Uh, Girls on film, way ahead of its time. Uh, the video qualities. I mean, I yeah. love Duran Duran. The New Row stuff. Their Duran. first album. That All that New Row. The Chauffeur was my favorite song on that album. Oh, my God. I'd play that over and over. And, you know, they're probably one of the bands that didn't get enough credit when they were young. They were kind of like a boy band, but th- their music really holds up and their lyrics are actually very profound. So thank you, Jackie, for calling in. You're my first caller. Stick around thank for the you. giveaway. Bye.
Love you. Oh, <laughs> I'll try. I'm not very good at trivia. I usually have to look it up on my phone. So <laughs> no cheating. Okay. Bye. Bye. But you can call in for that if you want. Even if you look I'll it up try. on Wikipedia. So <laughs> there's comments on Facebook. Oh, what are they? There. Uh, let's see. Um, Adrian Paez says hi. That's my husband. Oh, hi, hi, husband. Tracy, hey, wa. <laughs> Tracy was the one who I mentioned that I met in sociology class at Chafee High School sophomore year. It was called you, Y O U, and we met because we were both in love with the Smiths. And Tracy and her sister Michelle rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. they oh. rule. And uh, let's see, Felicia says hi. So she was laughing at you earlier. <laughs> Your twin sister Jackie says hi. And Miria Serrano Vea. Hi, babe. Ah, nice. Nice. So if anyone else wants to call in and kind of talk about my questions and wax nostalgic, it's 909-534-5684. That's 909-534-5684. Felicia says, I saw Nirvana at Spanky's in 91. Oh, my God. I haven't heard Spanky's in so long. <laughs> oh, there she is. Hi, this is Juanita. Who's this? Hold on. Hold on. Let me get you on. Let me get you on the roadcaster. Just technical thing. One second. Bluetooth. Can you go to the speaker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Juanita. Who's this? It's Felicia calling to say hi. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia, for calling in. What was your favorite show you ever went to? You've been a, you go to shows like I do. Well, um, one show that stands out for me the most is um, I went to go see the Ramones at the Reseda Country Club in '88. Oh, so, and it was like so. It was like not even like I don't know five or seven dollars or something. It was a weekday during school, so we all drove. I was I was I went with Wesley. Remember Wesley from oh, school? Yeah, yeah, and uh, we all went a whole bunch of us, and I think Chris. Von Hat Von Von Hatton. Oh my! God. I think he went with us. I don't remember, but I remember just going to the Ramones, and I have my ticket somewhere. But I think that was that was like a cool concert for me because my family did not let us go to shows. So you know, you know, you know, Mexican family, you can't go anywhere. You got to stay home. You know that kind of thing. So it's either sneaking out at night, or you know what I mean just to go to a show during the weekday, but I'll never forget that. So that was kind of cool. But I did have a chance to go to the Us Festival with my uncle when I was like 12. And my grandmother, of course, said no, but I would have saw every freaking amazing band ever. David and Bowie, in excess, you too, everyone, I everyone, everyone. I would have never had to go to a concert ever, ever again in my life. My mujer, Liz <laughs> Gonzalez, if you're watching, Liz Gonzalez, one of my good writing friends, was at that festival, and she was in, in junior high, I believe. And her, it's right wow. down the street from my house. I live in unincorporated San Bernardino, and that is yeah. the one person I never saw live was Bowie. I have him tattooed on my back. I have my Bowie pin on. I have my Bowie socks on, and uh, loss of my life not seeing Bowie. But yeah. he's my soulmate, so we'll see each other one day. Yeah. Thank you, Felicia, well, for you calling know, me in. And you, oh, me, no, I want to say, you enjoy going meeting each other at shows when we go. We are we all meet up and we get a little really cute thing. <laughs> yeah, her and her uh, husband Nick. We usually when we go to the Hollywood Bowl, we'll meet at the hotel across yeah. the street and have some drinkies. 
Yeah. Well, I had a call and say hi, and I love you. Love you, too. Well, love you, too, Michelle. Love you, too, April. Love you, Felicia. <laughs> I know, I know April since she was, like, what, 14 or something? I think I've even younger. Yeah, we and love April has a really great mom, too, just Hi, Mrs. Duran. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Felicia, you're so awesome. Um, I just have to say, uh, Chris Von Hatton, I can't believe I haven't heard that uh, name in like 30 years, right? It, he was, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, we all used to hang out with Diana and uh, my whole little, you know, little weird group. I was always friends with everybody. I had the Hesse friends, the, you know, the hip hop oh, friends, my disco friends, my punk rock friends, my skin. Rock, you know, rockabilly friends. I had every kind of friend. Your chola friends. So. <laughs> we all had chola friends. And I friends. like all that music. <laughs> That's badass. All right, girls. Have a good night. Thank we you love for you. calling in. Love you. I love you too. Bye. 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 Tracy or Michelle just tried to call in, so call me back at 909-534-5684. I didn't want to cut Felicia off, so uh, call in. 909-534-5684. Annette. Hi, Annette. She says, hi, sis. She doesn't like talking on the phone. And her daughter was supposed to call in and we're supposed to wax nostalgic about throwback bands. And that's another topic probably for another day. But there's bands like and my best friend Tracy and and my other best friend Melinda knows all of these. The Killers, The Strokes, The Hives. Um, these bands and actually the white stripes too. these bands are throwback bands. And the reason I love throwback bands is you hear their music and it's like, you've heard it before. You've heard it your whole life. Don't you think April? Yes. It's, I I mean, they're so awesome. I actually saw the killers up North and it was so cute. Hi, this is Jem. Who's this? It's, your BFF. Ah! <laughs> Hi, Tracy. Hello. Is for Tracy. So Tracy and I call each other. She calls me Wawa. I call her Trey Trey. So what's up, Trey Trey? Let's talk about some music. What do you want to talk about? Like well, we talked about high school. I missed some of it. That um, sound just like went off. So I was lost. Like I don't know where I got lost. I got lost in the last part of Jackie's conversation and the last part of whoever just called. I think it was Felicia. And let's, I just heard the tail end. I had to switch it to Bluetooth. So I missed some stuff. So where are we at? <laughs> let's talk about your favorite junior high school band. And I know the answer to it, but what is it? Who is it? Duran Duran. Duran Duran, of course. <laughs> I was obsessed. Did you think you, know, you were going to marry John Taylor? Of course. And who didn't? You know how many letters I wrote and we sprayed it with perfume and colored it and we sent it in and we were swearing that we would meet him and it never happened <laughs> we never got a letter back either so it's disappointing hi tracy but i bet yeah. you i bet you wish you had my last name huh <laughs> hi tracy <laughs> yes i do and I just I put, like a little two like right behind your name <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute i'd legally change it to duran <laughs> well and you know the funny thing is john taylor just still looks great simon lebon looks great they still sound great i mean nick yeah. rhodes still looks great no one ever liked andy rhodes he was kind of the kathy valentine of duran duran yeah that's what's sad to say and i just felt we always felt guilty for like saying that about him we're like mm-hmm. poor andy <laughs> No one wants to marry you. No one wants. You're number five, okay? Sorry. 
no, but and, now yeah. they've aged so well. Most well, you know, like the Simon looks amazing. Like, oh my god, but he's Scorpio, so you know, <laughs> yeah. Scorpio's aged very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we saw them recently together. What do you think of their concert when we saw them at uh, Palm Springs? I, we saw them with oh, yeah. you a couple years back. Great. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it was great. That was. We could have saw them again after that, but I was really impressed. You know, because I didn't think they would hold up. You know, I thought it would sound pissy, and Simon sounds exactly the same. Yeah. To and me, I mean, he sounded great. What was your favorite Duran Duran song? Oh my God, there's too many. Like when someone says, what's your favorite, whatever, whatever, I can't even go there, but I have favorites. Like, I think if I had to pick one, someone was like, here's a knife, here's a throat, you know, pick one. <laughs> I would say probably save a car. But I have a lot of B-sides that are my favorite too. Like um, Secret October. I don't know if people are familiar with it. It was a B-side to Union of Night when the 45s were out. <laughs> That's like totally like one of my favorites. But yeah, and I love Planet Earth. Me just too. so many careless memories. Oh. It just kind of went with what was going on. And then you're like, oh my God, this is my new favorite. My favorite. You know, things resonate. They're just like, you know, you pick a song, it all means something different, you know? Yeah. And the fact that you bring up 45s, uh, you know, uh, the people now probably don't, I mean, they're, they're kind of back, right? You can collect 45s now if you go to the record stores. Oh, yeah. But my first 45 was um, Billy Idol's Dancing With Myself, which was actually a Generation X song that he released uh, solo. But I love that song. Yeah. Oh. And, you know, speaking of that, because um, I like um, Eyes Without a State. Oh, and then on the yeah. flip side of that, the best song, my favorite Billy Idol Blue song Highway. was Blue Highway. And I discovered that from just from that. And that, that's always been my favorite Billy Idol song. Yeah, and we saw Billy Idol recently together as well. He was at, what, what festival mm-hmm. was it, Tracy? Yeah, great too. Well, we went to two because we saw him with Morrissey, remember, yeah. <clears throat> at the Hollywood Bowl. And then we saw him again on your birthday a couple years ago um, up at DeVore. And he did great there, too. It was, he was very entertaining still. He looks amazing. He's he got so much energy. I'm just impressed. And he's in uh-huh. his 60s, and it was like mm-hmm. six-pack. No. I know. Great, where are great. Where did they get all this energy from? You know, at that age, I hope I have it. You know. And Tracy, you remember one of our favorite bands in high school was Generation X, which is Billy Idol's first punk band. Yeah. And th- yeah. that album, from beginning to end, their first album is mm-hmm. just their. I think it's self-titled. Is just such an amazing album. Yeah. He does a John Lennon song. He does. I mean, yeah. Do you remember how much we played that tape? I think we almost like busted it up. <laughs> it was so overplayed in my little red right yeah, love and, that one. and they were not well respected as a punk band when they came out. They were actually kind of like, yeah. even though Billy Idol hung out with Chrissy Hine and all the Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. people really didn't take them seriously. But that album holds up as well. I I really don't think mm-hmm. when you when you're in the time that you can really judge the music. It it really takes Mm-mm. time and perspective. Tracy, talk about throwback yeah. bands. What's your favorite throwback band? Your uh, you know, like from what generation? There's so many like. Well, music I mean, now, like the Strokes, about, like 80s throwback band. What's your favorite? I don't know. I guess like the Buzzcocks, I think, mm-hmm. would be my favorite. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Yeah, like, because they're like the post-punk and the things that I, I, I just, I don't know. There's something about them and it like still holds up now and I don't know. But I do love Strokes. Oh, me I too. I love Strokes, Block Party, Block, 
oh my God, there's so many that have influences. I don't, you know, I don't even know like how, you know, they're so influenced all these newer bands by so many of those bands, you know, and that's the same with Duran Duran, you know, they went, they had disco influence and punk influence across the music. Like everything's an influence for an influence from influence. So it's just like the broad thing, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, no, and it's funny because you brought up Block Party and they're so influenced by The Cure. And then Spoon, who doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like The Cure, is super, he said he got into like when he was in junior high or whatever, The Cure and like it saved his life. And that's why he became a band member. And yeah, I think that all, like what you said, you said it's influence upon influence, like Bowie influenced so many people. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why he's a a god to me in a way. Um, It's not like, it's not blasphemous. We were, I worship him. Mm -hmm. I worship his artistic integrity, the way he would morph and Morrissey in many ways, you know, politically, I don't agree with him, but his music saved me. It saved Mm -hmm. me in high school. Mm -hmm. No, no, there was a lot of that for us. Yeah. What about Susie? We so have many. to talk about Susie. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite for all time. I mean, talk about like the darkest days when you're in high school and you feel like an outcast and like you don't fit in and everybody was going a direction. And like when I discovered Susie and my friend Carrie, that was like this little punk rock chick right before I met you, she got me all into the cure and into Susie. And like I could totally sit there and, you know, I just got lost in her music and ever since then I think she's amazing she's like my idol I love that lady yeah and it's like she really defied genres because back then punk was more inclusive there wasn't these subcategories and I think everything from Sex Pistols to Buzzcocks to New York Dolls to Mm -hmm. it was all considered punk to Joy Division right which is a post-punk band but all the punkers Mm -hmm. loved them some Mm -hmm. Ian and Joy Division Mm -hmm. and you know, and then came New yeah. Order. So, yeah. Yeah. So what show yeah, do you, you know think you'll get to see, Trey? My what? What show do you think you'll get to see first next year? Oh, my God. Corn? I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. She loves corn. <laughs> really oh. I know. She crazy. converted like me. All kinds of genres. I did not like corn. Aren't they from Bakersfield? Me- Are they for? I think my yeah. old, one of my old roommates went to high school with them. Because we used to get yeah. get to go see them. Yeah. Sarah Majors, if you're listening. Oh. Yeah, she was she grew up in Bakersfield. Yeah, oh, yeah. another I band that's I've heavily influenced by the cure. Yeah. yeah. With Desi Yeah, Sound totally. Like, like Robert Smith was Jonathan Davis's idol. Like it saved him, like in high school, because he went through a lot of bullying and was called a lot of slanderous names because he was all into music. We put up with a lot too because we were like outcasted because we were into music, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that was his influence. And that's what got him through high school, you know, and that's why I like him. And I like his lyrics because he really like sings it from all his experiences and all the things he went through. Like that's what people kind of don't understand about music, you know, Well, it's it like, goes very deep and about, you know, what people have been through. It's like, to me, corn is much like the Pixies. The first time you hear the Pixies, it's jarring and you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to yeah. it and listen to it and you find the you find the soft within the hard and you find the right. beauty and then you listen to the lyrics and you're blown away. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I never thought I would love corn until Tracy took me to see them live and I was blown <laughs> friggin' away. I was like, Oh yep. my god, I didn't know. I just I honestly And you didn't even catch them in their prime. Like when you saw them when I saw them in their prime, I saw them like ten times. <laughs> 
they were amazing, but they blew it out of the water that Vegas show, and I'm glad you got to see that. You yeah. you two need to start a music show here, <laughs> Tracy. Yeah, you 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 two. I think would I, I, you guys would get so many callers. I'm sure. And that's oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Tracy yeah, introduced we talk about me music to all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. People that introduced me to a lot of bands, people I've met on Facebook and groups. I mean, it's amazing. Like genres I didn't even know about, like shoegaze and different types of electronic music. It's just. I'm just like open my mind so much and I appreciate so much, you know, Michelle, I love music, so. Michelle Gonzalez, is that your friend who went to the Yes Festival? Michelle Gonzalez is uh, the drummer from Spitboy and her and I met at a writing festival. Oh yeah. She said, mm-hmm. yeah, Us Festival, The Clash. And so mm-hmm. that, which is funny because my fiance was like, didn't you live here? How come you weren't at the Us Festival? And I'm like, I would have gone when I was like eight. I think, <laughs> I don't think that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. The Clash is one of her mm-hmm. favorite bands. Michelle's amazing. She's an amazing drummer. She's oh, yeah. an amazing writer and professor. And uh, Spitboy mm-hmm. is an amazing punk band that I, you know, in the nineties, I have to admit, I wasn't into Nirvana or any, or any other music. I was a club rat. So I would go to clubs and listen to house music. And so I went through this house music phase. That's why I say, like, there's no shame because everything influences everything. And look at electronic music now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's everything. Evolved a lot. Like, who started it? Um, Craftwork. I think they were the pioneers of it all. Mm -hmm. God bless him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he passed recently yeah. too. And um, Lori Majewski, who is my one of my girl crush idols on Sirius Radio, mm-hmm. did a whole Kraftwerk episode. It was like an hour mm-hmm. long, and all these very famous bands from Duran Duran to you know New Order to everyone called in and said why Kraftwerk was basically the pioneers of this music. And they yeah, people would pick totally. his tunes from or take little pieces mm-hmm. and use them in different songs and like steal them and. What do they say? Like the best form of flattery is like stealing something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like say? even OMB got their influence from Kraftwerk. They were like blown away. I saw this documentary the other day that a friend of mine shared and they were, they went to see like all their shows and they were blown away. And that's how they got started by that influence. Yeah. And how so many bands so got many. started because of Sex Pistols, right? How many bands got right. started because of, you know, seeing, mm-hmm. see, I mean, including Joy Division, right? There would be no Joy yep. Division without Sex Pistols. And I'm a huge Sex Pistols fan. Tracy, who was on oh, my I wall? I remember. Mm-hmm. Who was on my wall? Um, Sid Vicious. <laughs> and I got you that poster, remember? When we were like 1989, I think it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to do a whole nother uh, show on music movies because... Tracy and I used to watch movies over and over. Dogs in Space with Michael Hutchins from In Excess, who is my husband's favorite. Love you, babe. Had to say Mm -hmm. Michael's name. Rest in peace. And and then we would watch Sid and Nancy over and over and over. We knew all the words, right, Trey? We're like obsessed. We're obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Okay, yep. well, thank you for calling in, Trey. Yeah, I let someone else call. So we could go on and on and on, but, you know, <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to make and you April, come in here. And April, it's finally nice to talk to you, April. I so nice. Yet, I know. So nice talking to you. And give your sister a hug for me, please. Thanks, everyone oh, I will, who's I will. called in. She'll, she'll remember you. She totally remembers you. Awesome. Okay, I'll let someone else call in, you guys. And I'll love try you, Trey. Back on thank so you. Check out your live show. Bye. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Trey, for calling in. 
Um, I think it's time to give away my giveaway. What All right. I just want to tell you really quick, Myra Demas on uh, Facebook, the best show, The Cure for the Wish Tour at the Rose Bowl. Um, at, um, Demode at the Rose Bowl, Bauhaus at Coachella. Oh. Peter Murphy was hanging upside down and saying Bella Lugosi's dead. And my month following uh, the cure in Europe was epic and meeting Susie. She met her. Who's Myra? Myra rules. Myra Demas is one of my good friends from the K-Rock page. We meet up at concerts all the time. We just met up at Morrissey. was our last show at Hollywood Bowl and we drank some seltzers and in the parking lot and um, well actually across the street from the bowl and Myra is probably the biggest music fan I know. She literally followed the cure around Europe. She uh, goes to so many shows. She loves electronic as well she's really into dark music and just the word Bauhaus I saw them right before the pandemic hit about six months ago and it was it was one of the best nights of my life I saw them with my husband and I'm really glad we went because this is the thing about shows you always think oh I don't want to go it's too late it's at seven o'clock and it's a weeknight and we got to drive out to the Hollywood Palladium from San Bernardino, like who wants to do that on a Thursday night when you got to be in court at 8.30 on a Friday? But we ended up going, and I was just so glad that we went, and we both said afterwards, we're just so glad we went. And so I think it just reminds you, this pandemic, just to tie it into today real quick, this pandemic reminds us to live life to the fullest, and the way you live your life is whatever your passion is. So if your passion's music, go to a live show when you can. Screw it. Pappy and Harriet's is my favorite venue. And um, if there's one place I would tell everyone you have to see a band, it's I saw X at Pappy's and Pappy and Harriet's. Um, my sister saw the Pixies and Paul McCartney there on different days. Um, I was supposed to see the Pixies, but I was in the hospital. But um, I've seen the Pixies like 10 times anyways. But I would just say go see whatever band you want to see at your favorite venue. And don't not go. Just go. Just go. And this is the cutest post Fidel put. How many of us watching have been to at least one show with Jam? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I had to say that. But yeah, it's giveaway time, huh? It's so true. I The thing is... I love meeting people at shows. We always meet up. We have a drink. We even try to buy our tickets by each other. I think the last show I saw with Fidel was Natalie Merchant with him and his wife, but I could be wrong. It could have been something else. We were supposed to see Metallica together, but we didn't. Or maybe it was, there was another band that my husband likes that I don't like that we were supposed to see. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Time to give away this piece of vinyl. Woo! So um, I think we'll do it via the comments. What do you think? Okay, we're going to do it via the comments just so um, it's fair. That way people aren't trying to call in. So There's the a little delay, but yeah. Or if, what do you think about making people call in? 909-534-5684. Yeah. That's 909-534-5684. And the trivia question is, and I know this trivia question by heart, so I don't have to ask it. What was Belinda Carlisle's first band? Ooh. And I, I have a hint if no one calls in. And um, for extra credit, and I'll write you a little note if you can get the extra credit, what name did she go by? Oh, that's a good one. And hint, it's a punk band. It's a seminal punk band. So, And you know uh, when they first, the Go-Go's, when they first started playing, they would get stuff thrown at them because they were mm -hmm. in punk venues, right? Yeah. Opening up for punk bands and they're like who are these chicks what are they trying to do because they had that little pop fill like you said yeah. so they weren't having it out in LA I mean sure. much like Blondie right Blondie morphed from uh punk uh -huh. 
kind of punk influenced, at least post-punk, to, you know, pop. And who can say that Blondie's albums aren't amazing? They're amazing. And she loved to rap. Mm-hmm. And that's why she rapped in, um, oh my Rapture. goodness. Rapture. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to rap more, but they didn't let her. How crazy is that? How crazy. I know. My favorite uh, Blondie song is Sunday Girl. I don't know why. Me and Melinda, my other best friend, would sing it all the time. And I think that's why it's that muscle memory I have when I hear that song. Uh-huh. You just just feel it. And I love karaoke. Do you like karaoke? I I can't sing, so Uh, I get all nervous. But this record, man, who wants to win this record? It's killing me. So let's see. Does anyone know who the Belinda Carl's... Belinda Carlisle's first band was. I'm trying to multitask, and I'm I'm usually a pretty good multitasker, but for some reason, and oh, Belinda Carlisle's first band. It was out in L.A. Yes, out in L.A. and it was a punk band. It was a punk band. And she went by. Did the band go by a different name, or did she go by a different name? Well, it she went by. I'm going to give away the hint. She went by Dodie Danger. Wow. And she okay. was the lead singer of a very well known but kind of underground punk band. Uh huh. Who's going to call? Let's throw out that number again. 909-534-5684. That's 909-534-5684. And if we don't get to it tonight and I see it in the comments, I'm going to mail this out to you. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say I'll give it to April. (laughs) (laughs) I should give it to April. No, I'm just kidding. Or you could give it away next week too. I can give it away next week Mm -hmm. if someone wants to call in. I'm not going to give away the answer just because like... no. And I would say that if anyone um, wants to really hear about the Go-Go's and their history, Jane Wilden. Oh, there's a call. This is Juanita. This is Juanita. Hi, Felicia. Who's this? Is this Felicia? Yes, the germ. The who? The germ. Yep. All right. No way. Oh, wait. Here we go. Yay. Yay. And she used to wear a trash bag and she used to wear her eyeliner kind of smudge and she was all sweaty and she was so punk rock. And so that's when people put down the go-go's. Oh, that's pop. No. If you listen to their first album, their first album is pop punk. It's it's such a great album. And you really you hear the punk influences. And Michelle Gonzalez, who's a good friend friend of mine as well is obsessed with the go-go's you've you, there's a lot of people that were influenced by this band and they were influenced by the punk band so it kind of makes sense felicia won <laughs> so felicia i'm going to go over your house yes. and bring this to you when this is all yeah, over or i will mail it to you bowl. i want a scorpion <laughs> bowl that's right you, yeah. you know me too well famous yancy's scorpion bowl <laughs> okay thank you felicia i'll i'll, I'll right, mail this out you, to you Love you too. All right, bye. Bye. So, yes. someone knew the answer. You know, I told that to my husband last night, and he didn't know the answer. And I was like, "Oh, maybe this is." You know, I just know a lot of Bel- about Belinda Carlisle because I'm obsessed with her, and I've never met her. So, okay, that's our show for tonight. Thanks everyone for listening in. We really appreciate you waxing nostalgic about music. And next show, I've decided, is going to be a food show. It's going to be a foodie story I wrote about 1980s fast food. So get ready for that next week. See you soon. Rock on. 